Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Take These Songs, a podcast about people and the songs that they are committed to. This is your host, Matt Alano-Martin. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Those are really the only two things I need to say to you. Also, you know, make yourself comfortable. Take off your shoes. Do what you got it. Maybe not while you're driving. If you're listening to this while driving, uh, wait till you're you're stopped and then take off the shoes. I do like to drive barefoot. Can I just reveal that about myself? Can we share a little bit? I do like it. If I'm doing a long drive, a lot of times I have my shoes off, guys. Just air it out. Is this too much information up top? You're right. Let's get into some information about the podcast instead. (laughs) If you are new to the podcast, this is the way it works. I invite a guest on to bring four songs that they love, songs that fall under the categories of something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Something old is any song that is 25 years or older. Something new is any song that was released within the last year. Something borrowed is a cover. And Something Blue is any song they have a strong emotional connection to. doesn't have to be a sad song. Oftentimes it is. But it's really anything that they really, really, like, next level connect to in some way or the other. My guest today, Mark Bookwalter, did an amazing job. Such a fun episode. Mark is a comedian, and he brings that amazing sense of humor to the assignment today. And, you know, he also takes it seriously and talks about some emotional things, too, which is nice. But uh, it's nice to have... uh, some jokes woven into it as well. I, too, am a stand-up comedian. If you don't know anything about me, hello, hi. Like I said, my name is Madelano Martin. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. I know. But I am a professional stand-up comedian. I am also a lifelong music fan. That's why I started this podcast. Uh, but I do have comedy stuff still going on that I want to let you know about real quickly before we jump into this episode of the podcast. Uh, I got some shows coming up. I would love to see you at these aforementioned shows that are coming up. This next week after this episode posts, I'll be doing a little run down south. I've got a full week of shows in the great state of Tennessee and Georgia. (laughs) The last minute I realized I also had some shows in Georgia. The great states, plural, Tennessee and Georgia. On Monday, July 25th, I'll be at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee, one of the greatest comedy clubs in the country. Very honored to be there on the Monday night show. July 26th, I'll be at Pax Brew in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I think this is my first time performing in Chattanooga. I may have done a festival a few years ago, several years ago there. Um, but I think this is my first time doing just a regular, regular ass comedy show. So I'll be there July 26th at Pax Brew, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Very excited about that. Uh, July 27th, I'll be returning to Sweetwater Brewing Company in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, one of the fantastic shows that Joe Pettis runs. Very happy to be there again. Uh, July 28th, on that Thursday, I got two shows in Georgia that night in Atlanta. Uh, I'll be doing the early show at the Laughing Skull and then the late show at Church Bar. Those are both on Thursday, July 28th. Uh, the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. And then July 29th and July 30th, I'll be making my debut at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. Very excited for this one. I was very stoked when I saw that someone had opened a comedy club in Bristol. If you aren't familiar with Bristol, it is the birthplace of country music. And it's also geographically very interesting. The city, the main street of the city, one half of it sits in Tennessee, one half of it sits in Virginia. It's a city that spans state borders which always just feels cool and weird and not really X-Files-ish, but just interesting, you know, like uh, just a cool thing that they got going on there at Bristol. So I'm very excited to be making my debut there. I've got all kinds of other shows coming up this fall, and I have a brand new album that just came out uh, about three weeks ago called Midnight Nachos. You can see all those upcoming fall dates, uh, the rest of the summer dates, get information on where you can listen to that album 
all at my website, which is madelonomartincomedy.com. Every one of those words has a hyphen in between it, except for comedy and com, in which there is a dot. So that is M-A-T hyphen A-L-A-N-O hyphen M-A-R-T-I-N hyphen C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. That's it. That's all the stuff that I want to talk about. I told you about my barefoot driving. I told you about my shows I have coming up. It feels like the right time to talk about this episode of the podcast and our guest, Mark Bookwalter. As I mentioned, Mark is a stand-up comedian. He does live here in Bloomington, Indiana, which is also where I live. I've known Mark for a very long time, even before he was doing comedy, because he was uh, he was one of these uh, local scene kids, if you will. One of those kids that was always at the underage, all-ages shows, and then later on at the the above ages shows at the bars and stuff. Uh, big time music fan. He played in a bunch of bands, which he talks about a bit in his episode here. Uh, but uh, he's like me. He's a guy that does comedy now full time, uh, but comes from the world of music. So there's a lot of uh, similarities there and a lot of uh, camaraderie, I think, between Mark and I because we have a, a similar background. He's also a, a very good podcaster. He has a very fun podcast called Secret Opinions with our friend Emily Davis. Hopefully we'll get Emily on an episode of this, this podcast as well. But it's a very fun uh, podcast with the two of them that you should check out, available on all the streaming stuff. And uh, you can check out all of Mark's other comedy stuff at his website, which is markbookwaltercomedy.com. All this stuff will be listed in the show notes, so you can just go down there and click on links and things. But just real quickly, I just want to let you know that he's doing a lot of stuff. He's getting out there. He's recording his debut album later this fall. That'll be exciting, right? Yeah. They don't, I don't know why I put a question mark on it. It's going to be exciting. Not question mark. It's going to be exciting. Exclamation mark. It's going to be exciting. There we go. We got there. I am not uh, consuming caffeine. <laughs> I talked about this last week on the podcast. I'm still going. I haven't had any caffeine since I caught COVID uh, 14 days ago, 15 days ago, something like that. Um, and I think I might be, I think I might be a a no caffeine person now. It was my last big addiction. Uh, and, uh, like all addictions, it it caused me problems. Sometimes I get a little too amped up sometimes on the coffee and the diet Coke. And so we're trying to do this, uh, this no caffeine thing. So that's why sometimes I say things and it sounds like a question mark when it should be an exclamation mark, Mark. I was addressing that last part to Mark. And, and then I also said the word Mark a lot. Okay. Guys, I have rambled quite enough. Hopefully this has been somewhat entertaining for you. <laughs> One hopes, fingers crossed. Um, without further ado, let's jump into this episode of the podcast and check out Mark's picks for something old and something new. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, I'm Mark Bookwalter. I'm a comedian, um, and uh, I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be on the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. Uh, music is very important to me, uh, and uh, so I'm glad to, to talk about it. Also, however, this is the worst podcast for me to be on. I... Uh, as soon as anyone asks me, you know, what my favorite music is or anything like that, even though music has such an impact on me and my life, and I'm very passionate about it. I used to be a musician. I played for a long time. Uh, I completely forget what music is, <laughs> what people are, what bands are, who I like. Uh, so this is really difficult, and it's <laughs> really throwing me for a, a loop. Uh, 
I got the email in January about doing the show, and it's now June. So <laughs> it's very hard for me. But uh, I'm going to start off um, talking about uh, something old. Um, I'm just going to go in order, man. <laughs> I'm just going to go right in order. Um, again, it's just so hard for me to, to think of anything. This one was actually the easiest. Uh, that's why I started uh, started here. Um, for something old, uh, I, I uh, picked uh, Scenario by A Tribe Called Quest. Here we go, yo! Uh, I'm a big hip-hop fan. Uh, I love hip-hop music. Um, that's the thing, too, making this so hard is just, like, it's... I love every... There's something in almost every genre of music that I appreciate, and I don't exclude anything. Um, and it's like, they kind of represent... Your, your music kind of represents you, in a way, for a split second, especially if people don't know who you are, you know? So if I say I'm a big hip-hop fan, someone might just think that's it. That's all I listen to or whatever. So uh, that's another reason why it's, this is so hard. But I am a huge hip-hop fan. I love it. And Tribe Called Quest is uh, my favorite hip-hop group. I love Tribe Called Quest uh, to a crazy degree. Um, I actually had, uh, I still have it somewhere, a paper uh, I did in school, it was like an aptitude test, and the very last question was, you know, all of these questions aside, if you just had your your way, what would you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote Fife Dog. song came out in like 92 I think and uh, it blew my mind it just blew my mind really because for me I listened to you know rap music but just the kind of stuff that was going on the popular stuff the stuff that could be that could reach uh, a 12 year old 11 year old 10 year old uh, white kid in in the Midwest you know, MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, whatever, you know. And this made me, it introduced me to a whole new thing. And it's just a really amazing song. And for, for my, you know, for me personally, uh, I think the Low End Theory album by Tribe Called Quest and Midnight Marauders are two of the best albums ever made, production-wise and all that stuff. When you read the the top, you know, ten records of all time and, you know, Rolling Stone magazine or, or, or whatever, Pitchfork does some bullshit or whatever they want to talk about. Like, can I cuss on this? I don't know. No one's here to stop me. Edit it out, I guess, if you don't like it. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, but when they do these do these top ten, whatever albums of all time, the top five, it's always just like, you know, three Beatles albums and 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 two Beach Boys albums. You know what I mean? <laughs> like some Rolling Stones or whatever. And uh, I I honestly think these two albums by Tribe Called Quest should be in that conversation wholeheartedly. Uh, believe that. And it's just such a great song, and it introduces you to, you know, not only my favorite, probably my favorite MC of all time, technical stuff aside, whatever you want to say about this, that, and the other, just nostalgia and love, um, Fife Dog is my favorite MC of all time, and the song starts with Fife, and you know it introduces you to introduce me to leaders of the new school, and that introduced me obviously a member that was Buster Rhymes, and you know it's just a it was a great entryway to to looking at hip hop in a way as a young kid I never got to see before, and uh, I loved it. Mission and we got the good skill. Never on the left, cause my right's my good ear. Yeah. I could give a damn about an ill subliminal. Stay away from crime, so I ain't no criminal. criminal. I love my young nation, movie sensation. No time for hibernation, only elation. Don't ever try the test. Don't want a little kid, yo, Mr. Buster Rhymes. Tell him what I, I heard did. you rushed and rushed and attacked. Then they rebuked and you had to smack. Causing rambunction. And I still never get sick of those two albums. They're just so good. And. You know, rest in peace, <laughs> Fife Dog. Um, if anyone out there ha- has not heard this song, I mean, it's just amazing. You know, Buster Rhymes, he, you know, rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. You know what I mean? Like, that's, um, it's great. It's so good. I love it so much. I never get tired of it. And that's one of the things, too, thinking about how do you pick these songs? Like, how do you do it? Like, you feel like all you love these four songs are great but it's like what about all these little other songs that i love that don't fit into the categories of these like that i'm very 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 passionate about one of the things is like with this song in particular and the and these guys uh i never get sick of it i listen i still listen to midnight marauders um i know low end theory is is great album probably their best album i'm partial to midnight marauders and i listen to it all the time still you know, from 1993 when Midnight Marauders came out to now, you know, uh, just great. If if anyone listening to this doesn't know Tribe Called Quest for some reason, go listen to it now. Do it right now. The best hip hop group of all time. Go. Please. Please. For me and for Fife Dog. R.I.P. We love you, like a dungeon dragon. Change your little jaws because your pants are sagging. Try to step to this, I won't twist you in a turban. And have it smell right like some old stale urine. Chuckity Choco, the chocolate chicken. The rear cock diesel, but cheeks they were kicking. Yo, bust it out before the buster, bust another round. The rhythm is insane. Uh, the vibes are on town. Tipping up the sound just like a ratio. Observe the vibe and check out the scenario. Yeah, my man, motherfucker. All right. Uh, next up for the the something new was really challenging. Something new was rough. Uh, I'm 41, not super bad, not not too old. But uh, with picking these songs, it's like I've had so many 
for me, I get really wrapped into music. Like I will listen to something, maybe either a genre or one single record or a one even one single song sometimes for months at a time. I'll get sucked into that genre and uh, and not branch out for a month or two, two months, sometimes longer. And then I'll go to other places. And, and uh, so there's been so many different phases of things that I've liked and enjoyed. And uh, one of the things I uh, thought of when doing the list, like I said before, was some stuff that stuck with me, you know, and since something new, it's like it hasn't (laughs) had a chance to stick with me. And I'm also I hate to say it, but the older I get, the more out of touch I feel. So something new is really hard for me. And there's like a lot of stuff that. I enjoyed and then I would look and be like oh that came out two years ago (laughs) you know like time slips away when you're older it's hard to pinpoint things Um, you know so it it was really tough but for something new I ended up going with the song call me little sunshine by ghost just got into ghost in the last year it's been maybe i don't know six months a year i can't really remember when i got into them i actually had a friend former podcast guest of this show mike adams told me about ghost when we were working together and um i think uh I think his son was really into them, maybe. Uh, I can't remember his feelings on it. And he showed me a picture of them. This was in, like, 2016 or something. He showed me a picture of them, and it was just these... It was just a guy uh, with, like, a, with a with skull paint on his face and dressed as, like, an evil pope or whatever and a bunch of, you know, uh, people uh, behind him in masks and... Uh, you know all this stuff and uh you know it wasn't like metal like you know like death metal or anything it wasn't like there wasn't anything particularly grimy or or scary about it it was very they looked very theatrical but i was just like i don't i don't know you know and i've played in a metal band before i've played in punk bands and i've even had a time where i played acoustic country music (laughs) so i've been all i'm all over the place with what i love in music and but i just didn't really think too much about them and then flash forward to this year i really got into them like something just clicked with me and ghost and i was just like oh i get i think i get what they're doing and i just really started enjoying their their stuff a lot For me, there's actually this newest album uh, is um, not my, not really even my favorite album of theirs, but uh, it's it's good. I like it, but it's it's not my favorite. So maybe that's also why it was a hard time to pick a song. But this song off the album is uh, 
is great. It's just a really straightforward rock song. And of course, they, that's one of the things I love about Ghost is all this like satanic <laughs> imagery. But it's like they mix their genres of rock. Like they'll have a song that's really based in, um, you know, sort of glammy type rock from or hair metal bands or Metallica influenced or they just they're all over with their appreciation of music you can even hear like abba in some of their songs and um it's uh, really interesting to see how they do that with different different uh different genres throughout their music They're also just super theatrical. They're just uh, like a satanic queen. (laughs) You know what I mean? When you see their shows, he's just uh, out there, you know, and it's all about the show. You know, I I, uh, (laughs) I obviously do not think at all. I mean, maybe the dude, uh, Tobias, whatever his name is. Uh, maybe he's a Satanist. I have no idea, but I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just about the show and it's about the music and the video for this is all that sort of theatrical stuff. But it's super catchy and uh, you can sing along to it. And uh, it's all about it's all about Satan letting you know <laughs> that you'll never walk alone. You'll always have Satan to fall back on, kids. Uh, if you're ever, if you're out there and you're listening to this, uh, just know if you're sad, <laughs> if you feel alone, if you, if you look down and you only see one set of footprints in the sand, that's when Satan was carrying you. <laughs> he was carrying you to a ghost show and you guys are going to have a blast. They're really fun. Uh, <laughs> they're a fun band. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it. I mean, there's other stuff I was going to go with, like, you know, um, leave the door open was high up on my list. Um, you know, um, Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic, Silk, whatever. That's a good song that was in my head, but, uh, that's how, wherever my music taste is all over the place. But, um, <laughs> I had to go, I had to go with Ghost. Uh, I, I, I listened to him so much that now, my eight-year-old loves them. It's like his favorite band. He wears a ghost t-shirt <laughs> around. And uh, some people will give us a side eye. But guess what, you fucking nerds, you old prudes? Get with the times, man. <laughs> you can't be a Satanist if you don't believe in Satan. So uh, get over it, you big babies. Go <laughs> go check out Ghosts. They're great. Check them out. Hail Satan.
Hey everybody, Matt here at the Halfway Point, just jumping in very quickly to let you know this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Postcard Elba. Postcard Elba, an eclectic music blog for people who enjoy that sort of thing, bringing you the best in underground, underappreciated, and unheard music five days a week, Monday through Friday. They've got everything from the best of indie rock, indie folk, psych folk, hip hop, weird noise, punk rock, post-punk. It's just, it spans the gamut, my friends, gamut. That's what it spans, and it does it creatively and briefly. Every single post, a small postcard-sized blurb about the music. They let the music do the talking, basically. Check it out, postcardelba.com. That is postcardelba.com for all of your music blog needs. You guys remember blogs? They were a thing for a while. Well, they're still a thing. Kick it old school style. Get off social media. Get on over to a music blog called Postcard Elba. Okay, that's it. That's the only ad read I have for this episode. Let's jump back into it and find out Mark's picks for Something Borrowed and Something Blue. Okay, now we have Something Borrowed. And as I've said a million times already... This is very hard for me to do. <laughs> I couldn't. There's just so much stuff, you know, so much uh, that I wanted to go with. Um, but I, I ended up going with um, Bloomington's Own, one of my all-time favorite bands. Not just, uh, not just local. Not oh, they're my favorite local band. Like they are local, but they're also one of my favorite bands to exist on the planet local or not and that's busman's holiday uh love those guys and uh in and of itself it was hard to choose which one there was two that i was really really going with but i'm gonna go with uh waterly sunset uh the kinks cover off of their uh, old friends album I used to listen to that album and insane I listened to that album so 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 much when I first got my hands on it years and years ago but <clears throat> it, was, it was between that or God only knows they do a great cover of God only knows that I also really really enjoy but um I uh, I went with Waterloo Sunset it's a great cover it's a really good cover uh, I like it better than uh, the original version uh, any I'll listen to it uh, any day of the week um, one of the things too when picking these these songs I was thinking about was just like you know because there's the other song I wanted to go with was uh, Rosie Thomas does a great cover of the one I love by R.E.M. it's just hauntingly beautiful her voice in that in on that track specifically is insanely great and moving um and the only, the only reason that I didn't pick it is I don't really know much of her other stuff, and I don't really care about REM that much. Um, 
but I mean that shouldn't make a difference I guess but those are some of the reasons why I didn't go with it but it's great and if you get people have not heard it go check out Rosie Thomas's cover of the one I love very good very very good Sha-la-la. And one of the things uh, I really like, I was uh, really into the music scene in the 90s here in my my home city of Bloomington, Indiana. And we had a great punk scene here, and uh, I've, I've been a part of, lucky enough to be a part of a great music scene in the 90s. Um, and I want to support uh, local guys. And even though, like I said, Busman's Holiday is local, they're still... One of my, they're still one of my favorite bands even if they were from somewhere else they would be uh, one of my favorite bands they're just great and again if you haven't heard them go find them on the interwebs on the internet go buy their stuff buy their records buy two of their records buy three hey heck buy four give give three of your friends the gift of busman's holiday and then keep one for yourself um, but I do love that that song. I wish uh, there. I wish I could say more about it, other than just because um, God only knows actually has a m- meaning to me, uh, which is weird. Their cover of God only knows um, it has uh, sentimental value to me, but <laughs> for some reason the like sort of musicy nerdy part of me was like but Waterloo Sunset's just kind of actually a, the better cover like musically <laughs> I don't know why I don't have an emotional connection to it really other than the fact that I just really fucking love that song and I really love that cover I think uh, they do a great job on that cover and uh, whereas <laughs> the other one actually has some sort of emotional connection to it I'm like yeah it's not as good but uh yeah there's not much else to say about it it's great the arrangement is great the singing is great the harmonies they're so great at harmonies again if you don't know them, go check them out and as soon as you start listening you'll be like oh yeah mark was right these guys are really good at harmonies i'm assuming that's how you talk these guys are really good at harmonies and they are they're great nice fellers too my goodness you won't you won't you two of the nicest fellers you'll you'll ever want to meet I don't know anything about Waterloo Sunset. I like the Kinks just fine. Never was a huge fan, you know. Um, I know uh, Elliot Smith also has a version of this song uh, that's not as good as Busman's Holidays, so I didn't do that. But I was going to go with an Elliot Smith cover for this. It was in the top three of my choices. And Elliot Smith does a great cover of Jealous Guy by... Um, uh, John Lennon. I, I really enjoy his cover. I don't know if he actually ever... Well, the only versions I've heard are different live versions. I don't know if there's a, a actual recorded version of 
his take uh, on that song or not but um i think it's great uh i mean i don't know maybe it's just because i liked elliot smith a lot (laughs) as a as a young you know depressed 20 year old um (laughs) i don't know maybe that's why i liked it so much but i just think it's a it's a really great cover um and uh yeah i guess that's it i don't know busman's holiday great great band go buy their records uh they're awesome they're amazing um i love you guys if you're listening um i love you you two are great and by i love you i mean i am in love with you and um i'll ask uh i'll ask my fiance mel but maybe we can do like a four person sort of living situation maybe we can get a house together i don't know anyway <laughs> uh again go check out Bestman's holiday if you don't know them. they're great just great the last one um and this is one i'll probably blabber on the most about so <laughs> get ready to edit matt um <laughs> uh so for something uh blue which was also hard the added stipulation that it didn't necessarily have to be sad it just had to be something that you're emotionally connected to i mean jesus that's that's everything that's all that's you know that's all the songs <laughs> that means, you know, if you like the song, you're emotionally connected to it in some way, right? You know, either if it's just happiness, oh, I want to dance to this song. Um, but yeah, that's like, uh, that's everything. So it was really hard for me. And I went with sad because I love sad songs. Uh, I can't get enough of them. Uh, uh, and uh, so for something blue, I went with uh, no surprises by Radiohead. songs you know not to get too deep i don't want to get too deep i don't know how deep we can get how deep can we get (laughs) i don't know but uh i it's not a big secret you know i'm pretty open about it but uh, my whole life i've struggled with um depression and and mental health issues and um from an early age and um i don't know there's just always something that's uh fed into that or something I got out of, of sad music. It's when I would write songs, most of them were sad. <laughs> like I get, I get a lot of inspiration. Like it's hard for me to write a happy song and I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Um, so when I saw something blue, I was like, I don't know, this is going to take, <laughs> this is going to take forever because those are my favorite songs. 
Sad songs are my favorite songs. It's crazy. I was talking to a friend the other day, and um, she had the same reaction as me, and, and she said it, you know, um, without uh, any prompt, and which made me feel great because, like, oh, good, I'm not insane. But she was like, I will intentionally put on a song because I know it'll make me sad, and I was like fuck yes <laughs> i also do that you know even if i'm not sad it's like i'll put i know this song is going to make me sad and i'll play it anyway and a lot of the songs i have the greatest connection to just happen to be sad songs um so i guess the 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 category um it goes hand in hand uh with that the fact that you know it's either something you have an emotional connection with or something sad and it just so happens I get all my the biggest emotional connections out of sad music for some reason or another and um, there's some songs that I just can't I can't I can't listen to it because I know it's just gonna ruin not just my day but it's gonna ruin like my month you know <laughs> and sometimes it's even people you know like uh, Damien Rice uh, his album O, I think it's called um, that whole album is just insanely sad and it happened to be uh, in a really really sad part of my life when it came out um, I was in my uh, early 20s I was going through a lot of a lot of stuff and so it goes again hand in hand with the emotional connection and this the sadness of the songs but man if that if just one note of that album comes i'm like we gotta turn it off we gotta turn it off y'all or, or uh i'm gonna be hiding in my room for a month for sure not shaving uh <laughs> so all these you know and all these uh, uh songs that i've had these connections with um over the years so it's just so hard to pick one who says that Pick no surprises by Radiohead because, um, and it was ultimately in the end pretty easy. Like it was always number one in the songs that I thought of as soon as I read the description. I was like, this one, <laughs> I, this was on the top of the list. And uh, even my uh, fiance, when I was talking to her, I was like, man, I can't do this because I can't think of song. I can't. I love music, but I can't think of anything. I'm stumped. I was like you know here's the idea and she goes oh well for something blue you should definitely do no surprises because <laughs> you listen to it all the fucking time and i was like yeah i know i know i know i know so it was always number one there's just something about that song it it you know from the first time i heard it it just connects uh with me emotionally and uh as soon as it just starts that dee 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 like my body chemistry changes <laughs> like I, maybe i sound crazy but as soon as i hear as soon as it starts dee, 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 like i just get this feeling in my body and uh um it's it connects with me on a, a visceral level i guess and it all besides the fact too maybe you know 
I've already been blabbing for almost six minutes, but <laughs> it's also just a really good song. Like, I don't think anyone's arguing whether or not Radiohead is a good band. Like, even if you don't like them that much, it's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like, they're good. Um, it's just a really good song. It's a great song. Um, so, but, but with that aside, there's just something that connects with me a lot. And it just starts immediately. Starts singing. You can hear it. There's just something about it in his voice. It's just uh, it speaks to me, y'all. There's something that speaks to me. Like when I first heard that lyric, as the you know verse ends and the and the chorus comes up. Um, uh, I'll take a quiet life, a handshake of carbon monoxide no alarms and no surprises silent like there's something about that that you know really uh really connected with me and how i felt about the world and my depression at the time and how depression feels um it's really hard to explain you know a lot to people what depression is like and what it feels like because you know I think a lot of people have, um, in our culture, have a sort of a misconception of, of it. And we'll say stuff like, oh, you know, I my boyfriend left me, I'm, I'm very depressed, or my girlfriend is gone and now I'm depressed. And it's not really, I know you're sad and I feel for you, but that's not really depression. Um, and depression is very hard for people who don't suffer from depression to understand it. <laughs> and I know this is getting whatever and if people are listening maybe you're rolling your eyes i don't know uh there's just uh, there's something about me that has to like i have to like make sure i'm okay i can't be too vulnerable hey look i know you probably think i'm stupid you know <laughs> but really like you know may, maybe it's ham heavy-handed or something i i don't know but to me uh it, it's true and it really that song really spoke to to me um in a, in a really personal way about uh, my own struggles with depression and um, and it still it still it still does it's, I listened to it before I did this and um, it as soon as the song starts it just you know there's something to for me special about that song that song even though it makes me terribly sad <laughs> makes me terribly sad um but it's great and uh of course i'm sure you've all heard radiohead and you've probably all heard that song uh, if i i don't really remember but i'm sure it was probably pretty popular um so you probably didn't know it but if you don't know it listen to it and be sad 
and it's just a great juxtaposition too. again going back on just how great of a song it is musically you know his voice the the lyrics are, are great i love them but they're also the little chimes the i think it's either like a xylophone or or, or something that's playing in the background it has this sort of like dee 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 it's like this very lullaby sort of almost happy kind of um sound uh the harmonic soundscape that they make sort of has this childlike sort of almost happiness to it juxtaposed to how miserably sad it is (laughs) it's just a really great song and a really sad song and now i'm gonna get off here and i'm gonna cry myself to sleep at 507 (laughs) in the afternoon thanks tom york fucking asshole thank you matt for having me on the show uh and uh i hope uh this was okay (laughs) i hope i didn't bum everybody out with this last uh this last one um i love you guys all of you bye bye be well be sad because that's okay All right, everybody, we did it. Another episode in the books. And as we always like to say here, in your hearts. Thank you, Mark, for turning in an amazing episode. Uh, I loved your picks, and I loved your thoughts about it. And uh, and I'm with you there, sir. Uh, the uh, A little bit of vulnerability, and then diffuse it as quickly as possible with comedy. <laughs> Like I said, a lot of similarities, a lot of camaraderie there between me and Mark. Uh, thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you are nude, uh, nude, <laughs> if you are nude, that's on you. Do what you want. You listen to this podcast however you want. Man, this really escalated from taking your shoes off uh, and driving barefoot. Um No, if you are new to the podcast, please take a moment, uh, like, subscribe, uh, leave us a review if you don't mind. That's always great. Uh, The reviews and and the subscriptions and the likes, that all helps us grow the podcast and get new listeners. And then also check out the old episodes. We've got a bunch of other great episodes, everything from musicians to comedians to just uh, diehard music fans. doesn't necessarily have to be someone promoting something. It's just someone who really loves music and wants to talk about it on the podcast. If you fall under one of those categories are you a musician a comedian or just a diehard music fan and you want to do an episode of this podcast shoot me an email at take these songs pod at gmail.com i would love to have you on probably you know as long as you're not like um some evil person like if steve bannon is listening that i don't i don't really i don't really need to have steve bannon on the podcast but you probably i probably would love to have you on the podcast shoot me an email take these songs pod at gmail.com and that is of course is pod pod um like pod the band you guys remember them (laughs) this no caffeine thing has made me more weird and wired than caffeine ever did i don't know it's crazy Guys, make sure you check out all of Mark's stuff that I mentioned at the top of the show that I will now mention again very quickly, his fantastic podcast with Emily Davis called Secret Opinions. You can get that everywhere that you get podcasts. You can also check out some clips of Mark and his upcoming tour dates at his website, which is markbookwaltercomedy.com. And then also on all the social medias, he is just at Mark Bookwalter. Very simple. Follow him on all the things. Check out the website. Check out the podcast. And then uh, make sure you... uh, 
keep tabs on him so you know when he's recording that debut album at the Comedy Attic, first weekend of October. Well, I just told you when it is. You don't need to keep tabs on him. Just write it down now. First weekend of October, Mark is recording his debut album at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Put it on your calendar. Be there in the audience. Laugh real big. Have your weird laugh, you know, recorded for infinity. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be cool. Take These Songs was created and produced by Madelano Martin. Hi, that's me. Hello again. And our theme music is by Go to Space Die. Go to Space Die is the instrumental space rock project of Dagan Thorgerson, and the new album, Red Air Don't Care, is available on bandcamp.com. Thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode of the podcast. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, as always, here's hoping that you find some music to have and to hold. <laughs>